today. Cancel culture takes down an NFL coach. Governor Abbott bans vaccine mandates in Texas. And Nancy Pelosi lectures reporters for not doing a good enough job selling all of their Build Back Better plan because it couldn't possibly be that the plan just sucks. We've got a lot coming up today and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and I am joined today by our Blaze TV contributors, both Yaku Buyans, host of the Yaku Buyans show. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Also joined by Eric July, host of For Canon's Sake. Uh, you can find both of them on YouTube. Thank you for being here as well, Eric. You can find both of them on YouTube. I, as always, I suggest that you subscribe to these gentlemen's content. You are not going to want to miss it. Uh, guys, we've got a lot. I feel like I say this every day. We've got a lot going on today, but we really do. Uh, the, I mean, I guess that, that's been the last 18 months, really. But... I wanted to start with something that is not vaccine or COVID related, because even though there are very important things going on right now related to those two things when it comes to our freedoms uh, and mandates, we will get into that later. But I feel like there is some sort of fatigue going on that it just feels like we're living in Groundhog Day over and over and over again. So I wanted to uh, touch on this with you gentlemen. Eric, I know you uh, play sports and very much love to watch sports. Mm -hmm. Yaku, I know that you were in the NFL, so I wanted to bring this story up first. Uh, John Gruden, who was the LA Raiders coach, has resigned after uh, what they say are problematic emails that have surfaced. Now, I, I don't want to get this story wrong. I've read, I've read up on it, but I want you guys to tell me if I have something wrong. So, there were some emails discovered uh, that were determined to be uh, racist, misogynistic, homophobic. We can get into the details of those emails later. But um, these, e you know, I read, I read the headlines and I thought to myself, okay, people were going through his emails and they found, what, did someone turn him in? What is going on? And then I dig, dug deeper and I realized, oh, these emails were uncovered as part of an investigation into uh, the Washington Redskins, because I refuse to call them the name that they want to go by. The Washington Redskins is what we all know them by. Uh, there was an investigation into the Washington Redskins for sexual misconduct. Mm -hmm. um, and so in that investigation, there were a lot of emails that were turned over. These emails were part of that investigation, but he did not work for the Redskins organization. So he actually was not a part of the investigation, was not a part of, was not targeted at all, was not named as someone who they might be looking out for. He was just sending emails to his boss, buddy, what is it, Jeff Fisher? I don't remember. I mean, I could have this wrong. They were coaching around the same time, so I don't think that they were working together. I could be wrong on that. But yeah, long I mean, story certainly short, he, he didn't work for the Washington no, Redskins, no, 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 no. so he was he was no. sending what he thought, what I think any reasonable person would think were private personal, uh, yeah, personal private emails. He was sending exchanging jokes, mm -hmm. friendly banter back and forth with a friend. Nobody complained about him. 
And because these emails were uncovered as part of an investigation into someone else and another organization, all of a sudden they're like, well, hold on, wait a second. Uh, we also uncovered all of these private emails that uh, sound a little bit racist and misogynistic and homophobic. Therefore, let's ruin a man's life over it. So let's just get into some of the, the details of this. Um, and I, I'm going to work as hard as I can to like not, I mean, I don't want to say anything that's going to get us censored, but uh, apparently Gruden called NFL commissioner Roger Goodell uh, a slur that you would use against a gay person and a, quote, clueless anti-football P word. Um, I mean, he's the commissioner. I would imagine that there was a contentious relationship back and forth between the uh, coaches and the commissioner. You can't blame him for uh, well, having every, bad things to say about called, Roger Goodell. Okay, yeah. called him definitely when out here. Worse. When the yeah. thing was going on with Ezekiel Elliott, he yeah. was getting called a whole lot of things. Right, right. So, uh, you know, it's not, to me, doesn't really sound like a huge deal. Uh, he also said uh, he he referred to... Who was it? Michael Sam, Michael Sam yep. referred to Michael Sam when he sent an email. Michael Sam was the first openly gay player in the NFL, but he didn't. He, he was drafted, yeah. but didn't actually play. Do no, I have that he right? actually ended up on a Cowboys practice squad for a little bit and never played. He was never any. He was never going to play, but it's almost like they drafted him just to kind of. Just kinda, because, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and when I'm we not, said that, nobody, oh, you're homophobic. He could actually play. No, he couldn't. Right, not right. Like that. Uh, so he said that they shouldn't be pressured. The teams should not be pressured to draft queers. That was what he said. He was referring to uh, Michael Sam. And uh, what else? Who, who, was the, who was the gentleman that he referred to his lips? What I was that guy's remember. name? I just know Randy Moss was crying on TV about something. What? Uh, yeah, of all people, right? Well, uh, so, well, let me, but let me just, just for, just for reference here, just, just for perspective, he said something about a man's lips and that they were the size of Michelin tires and the man happens to be black. So I guess that the idea, the insinuation is that he's racist yeah. for commenting on a black man's appearance. Apparently, something like that. Look, this whole story is... A lesson in like, and when we talk about like conversations, not just that are in private, this has been my frustration. And one of the weird things, even as a youngster, I never really understood. I mean, I remember having talks with my mother about this. It's like, well, there are certain things that we all know takes place in certain conversations. But any event, someone else's private conversations become public. Mm -hmm. We all clutch our pearls mm -hmm. as if nobody uses any of these terms or anything like that. I grew up in the modern warfare, too, for my gamers out there, lobbies. What we called everybody. Definitely that word that rhymes with maggot. Look, it's a reality. You probably will un uncover me uh, you, uh, using that term. And I'm not saying that, you know, whether people use it in a there's no appropriate sense of using it. I'm just saying why are folks pretending, definitely considering right. how long ago that was when people did use it yeah. uh, in, in that context, acting as if there's so much to be offended at. I don't understand that because I know for a fact that a lot of people have these conversations yes. in secrecy. Yes. Or with their friends in, in certain types of banner. And we all use terms that, yeah, 
if it goes public, people would say, all right, that's, that's, that's a little jacked up. The difference is I'm not going to pretend like I don't I don't right. say that or right. I haven't said that right. before. Yeah, if you dig deep enough, you'll probably find me saying some jacked up stuff. The difference is I'm not going to apologize for it because I said it and you uncovered it and you got offended over it. It is what certainly it is. But particularly when it comes to like the issue of race, right? Mm -hmm. This is one of the most frustrating things about a lot of these movements. I hate to go you know, Uber Hotep or pro-black about this, but, you know, these are my feelings on this. I've said the reason why I don't support these goofy movements, whether it be of social justice is, or anything, it's because a lot of these are quacks. A lot of black men in particularly are being put up there as if they can't take a joke. They can't see anything that mildly is offensive in their regards without them sobbing, which is why I said these movements have really been movements that are centered around begging to be accepted, acknowledged and embraced by white people. Mm -hmm. That's what those movements are about. This is yet another example. So when I see these crybaby, uh, a former NFL players, you played a violent sport, and you right. sit on crying over, 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 over words and all, all these sorts of stuff. I cannot handle that. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's real goofy. But yeah, this is just another example of the fact that we all have conversations mm -hmm. and it might make people uncomfortable, but the reality is you've all said it probably as, as well, but the minute someone else's conversations yeah. become public, you then become offensive. That is a weird phenomenon in our culture. Yeah, it, it is. If we have some, can I, can I go? Oh, um, 100%. So, yeah, please. So a couple things. Context is always important, all right? And you have to understand, these are private conversations. Mm -hmm. By you the way, and by the way, just to, just to throw in there, because you mentioned this is from a while back, these emails were from 2011 all the way through to 2018. Yeah. So yeah. some and of I, them very old. Yeah, and they, and, they, and they span over a, you know, almost a decade, right? right? Okay, so, so let's just, in context. John Gruden's nickname in the NFL is Chucky. Oh man, I, okay? that's a good point. And it, and it's Chucky for a reason. John is John is a highly passionate individual that loves his players. Players, eighty percent of every locker room plus that he's ever coached were black. Mm -hmm. When he was at Tampa, Warren Sapp, all those guys mm -hmm. love mm -hmm. Chucky. Mm -hmm. I mean, they would lay their lives on the line for this guy. Okay, there's not a single coach in the NFL today. Okay, and I don't endorse this, that does not use every explicitive <laughs> under the yeah. sun. Yeah. I've lived in these locker rooms, right. okay? I've been called things where soap can't clean you, okay? <laughs> yeah. All right, you can't be washed from this. And if you want to cry, Randy Moss, get out of the game that's a physical game. Mm. If you can't take it. And no, I'm not all about let's just cuss people out, but it's a language like New Yorkers. Mm. They're rude people. We had a, a guest here the other day. I kind of like the rudeness in New York. It comes <laughs> with the territory, right? So it's not just John Gruden. It, it's not just the white coaches, okay? Mm -hmm. Go to Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Go listen to that locker room in halftime or when things don't go well. Now, what is he talking about? He's talking about the most corrupt commissioner in NFL history. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's going to be heated. His right. name's Chucky. He's going to use explicitives. He's talking to his team's owner who, by the way, is the son of the former owner who looked at John Gruden as a son. So he's technically kind of sort of almost talking to a brother like in a an email. Like a family conversation. Like a family yeah. conversation, yeah. which is private, which has nothing to do with Washington. The email to Washington was about the NFLPA. We, we, and mm -hmm. I take precedent on the issue that he took. And he was talking about the commissioner who is not a pro football guy. He's a pro woke guy. Yeah. He's a pro China guy. Yeah. He will run the NFL into the ground if he could. Not far from here. Just drive 20 minutes, right? 30 minutes. And you're going to find another NFL owner that goes up against 
Goodell. Okay, mm-hmm. you're gonna find Jerry Jones who can't. Goodell can't stand Chucky. Can't stand Gruden. He can't stand Jerry Jones. Yeah. These guys are are because he doesn't do good things for the sport. So within context. We have to understand, none of us agree with racism, with bigotry, none of us, right? When, when Gruden says, I'm not a racist, this is, you, you're so entrapped in football, you live football. There's no break. Every email, you're talking football. You're talking like you talk in a locker room. Mm-hmm. You call his wife, she's probably going to say, I had to probably stop him many times in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. When we just order, you know, a breakfast burrito when it's the effing breakfast burrito. <laughs> or it's a, well, you know, it's, so yeah. I have a perspective of that culture. And yeah. no, it's not right to demean, demean people or whatever. But we still need to just have a reality check and go to, to, to context. What's really going on here is they're gunning for certain people. Mm-hmm. Certain people. If you were tied to the Trump campaign whatsoever, okay, they would go after Tom Brady if they could. He's just not losing. But the second he starts losing, they'll go for him. They're going for Mark Wahlberg. They're going for the owner of the Patriots because they aligned with Trump, right? And so, no, this is not just a Trump thing, but it's like, oh, this is convenient. Yeah. John Gruden email. We're investigating something completely different here with the Redskins. Okay. Mm -hmm. Completely different. Oh, here's Gruden. Nothing about the Redskins. Did you find nothing else in that organization? Nothing else about their ownership? Nothing else there? No, you're going to pick on the guy who's an easy target. So I mean, especially when they're talking about sexual misconduct allegations, and it's like, this wasn't even misconduct. This was just banter between friends. Yeah. Like, if your focus was actual behaviors, bad behaviors, could could we maybe possibly root those out? Could we maybe possibly have a conversation about those rather than words that might hurt somebody's feelings? Right, right. This is, it's frustrating, like I said, and this is something that I I just can't get over because, you know, I know you're a sports guy. I grew up in, you know, not plenty of locker rooms and competed all the way through the collegiate level, although in a different sport. And I'm just thinking about all the conversations that I've had and oh the jacked up stuff that oh. that if you know, if you look at it on paper isolated, it probably looks absolutely terrible, right. horrendous. But we act as if those conversations aren't being had, and definitely in sports of all people, locker rooms like the de- amount of coaches that would say a lot of a lot of jacked mm-hmm. up stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like that if you isolate it, but that was just part of of what it was that it is, and nobody really got bent out of shape. But this is kind of the culture that we're living in now, and it is pathetic that you know you talk about context that we have it to where people are going back a decade, 2011. Yeah. That was one freaking, freaking Mavericks won the uh, uh, right. you know, that was the same year that they won. That's how long ago that was when they won the NBA uh, championship. And I remember me cussing up a storm proud as I don't know what because they had they had won. But they're willing to go back that far to see if you may have said something and then they will try to destroy you over it. I don't care where you're at. It's going to get to you at some point, and this is why it should stop. When people look, use the term cancel culture, this is how ridiculous that it is, that people are going not only just back in time, but looking for private conversations in order to derail someone's career, and that's, that's insane, man. So well said. We got guys like Adam Schefter, that's okay, right. that just throw the kitchen sink now at Gruden. I go, careful, guys. Oh, yeah. Hold, get to you. Oh, yeah. Hold on one second. 100%. Hold on one yes. second yeah. here. Okay. As you judge, according to the word of God, so you will be judged. Is it wrong for someone to have racial slurs? And be? Sure. But Schefter, you guys all are throwing the kitchen mm-hmm. sink at this guy. 
Okay, let's go comb through your yep. past a little bit. Yep. Your, mm. your, your bloopers, your blooper reel, your frustration in a makeup chair, mm -hmm. you know, or mm -hmm. what you're saying in confidence to a con or like a family member. I mean, do you really want that? I and mean, th this is why cancel culture is so sick. It's mm -hmm. sick because it's virtue signals and cancel somebody go, oh, clutching pearls is such a mm -hmm. right term. Oh, we're too, just too good. We would never do that. All of you. I've been called all those words and I'm a white guy <laughs> yeah, exactly. in the locker room. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Definitely a, an unreachable standard. No one Correct. would be able to, uh, to, to live by the standards that they are in fact putting on everyone else. Uh, all right, we've got more to come, but we want to first thank our sponsor, Home Title Lock. So, uh, you know, you, you may think it might sound like totally fun to be homeless living under a bridge with a bunch of Haitian migrants. Uh, actually, I don't think that would be fun, but I don't know what you guys are into. You might get like some cool new recipes out of it or something. But uh, let's face the facts in the end. You're going to want to be home, in your bed, in your bedroom. But let me tell you this, the threat of some cyber thief stealing your credit card is a risk, but it's nowhere near your biggest risk. All right, he could take over ownership of your entire home. Yes, it is called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. Cyber criminals will hack into vulnerable government banking or mortgage company servers where copies of your home's title are stored. They can forge your signature stating you sold your home to him, and then he can borrow money on your home and leave you in debt. By the way, you're not going to know that this has happened until the collection notices start to pile up, and by then it's too late. you got to protect your most valuable asset. You can go to HomeTitleLock.com, register your address to see if you are already a victim and don't know it. If you are, you can use promo code radio that will give you 30 free days of protection to help you manage this crisis. That is hometitlelock.com. Just register your address, go and find out. Use promo code radio. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has issued an executive order that prohibits entities in Texas from forcing individuals to get vaccinated against COVID-19 if they object to vaccination on grounds of conscience, religious beliefs, or medical reasons, which, by the way, we already have uh, in existence for public schools. For those of you who don't know, I always like to give this disclaimer for people who think you have to get your children vaccinated in order to send them to public schools. No, you don't. You can go on the government's website. All you do is you fill out a little form. It takes you two seconds. They mail you something to get notarized and you can object for reasons of conscience, religious belief, or medical reasons, whichever you so choose. Uh, so he said, no entity in Texas can compel receipt of a COVID-19 vaccine by any individual, including an employee, an employee or consumer who objects to such vaccination for any reasons of personal conscience, religious belief, medical reasons, including prior recovery from COVID-19, which I find interesting that he added in there. I guess that was just a dig at people who say that... Um, organic immunity is a myth i don't want to use the i don't i don't want to get a censored by using <laughs> the other n-word oh man the, it's the the, the n-word when it comes to immunity yeah. apparently yeah. uh and apparently the maximum fine that says uh shall apply the maximum fine allowed under part of the texas government code and the state's emergency management plan shall apply to any failure to comply with the executive order confinement is j in jail is not an available penalty for violating the executive order because it is the an executive order um but you know it's interesting i i don't want to i don't want to crap on everything he does i realize you know i may be a little biased because i am very very good friends with uh someone else who is running against governor abbott 
uh, prather2022.com. But it just feels a lot like too little too late. It feels a lot like if this was your principle and this was your stance, you know, he did already come out with an order that just uh, it it man the the he prohibited mandates by state and local government agencies. Right. So it feels like if that was what you were compelled to do, why would you not have done that to at the same time for for state entities? And for employers, why now? Well, it just feels a lot like, oh, I'm going to stick my finger up in the air and see which way the tide is turning, and then I'm going to do well, it. Because people are really mad about Southwest, so I think I'll look really good if I do this now. Think about all of the people who have already gotten the vaccine, and they didn't want to because they thought their employer was able to mandate it. You can't undo that at this point. That That's my, and I'll be quick on this, that's my exact point with Abbott, is Abbott reacts he waits. he waits for someone else to move yes. first. He makes sure that it's safe or at least in the gray area. Yes. He's not controversial enough for me to say, I'm going to go out there on a limb for my people, for my constituents, for Texas. I'm going to set an example. If, if I was in EC today, and I'm not, and I'm supporting our buddy who's running, right? But if I was there, I'd go, heck no, DeSantis is not going to beat me. I'm just too competitive. We're going to set the trend. We're going to go out on a limb. We're going to be the pace setter. He doesn't. He waits for an event and he goes, now it's safe to talk about the border. Now it's safe to talk about the heartbeat bill. Now it's safe to talk about, you know, no mandatory vaccines or whatever. So I think we, we hold him to a very high standard because it's Texas yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. And, exactly. and so we should. It but is Texas. Should. Yes. So goes Texas. So goes the United mm-hmm. States. It's not yet. So goes Florida. So goes the United States. DeSantis is really doing some things, but it's still so goes Texas. And so I want Texas to set the trend. I want Texas to show the way for all of it, from faith, family, freedom, you know, independence, all of it. And so for that reason, for me, he's just he's he reacts Mm -hmm. a little late when it's safe. Yeah. Eric, what is your take on this? Because I know, you know, I mean, technically, these are employers. These are private businesses. Do you? I, I, I'm going to be consistent. I'm not yeah. a hypocrite on on this issue. Obviously, that is not something that I would generally uh, support. But this is why I think people need to understand the context here, why he did what it is that he's did, because out here it doesn't change much. Mm. I'm not saying right. that there aren't mm. employers that were in, enforcing this. However, most of them weren't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they couldn't. Right now, if you left it at states can't decide, which is what it basically was, which is why it did, why, you know, he had initially implemented that, where like governments, you have to, sad that you have to ban a ban, but, you know, governments can't do, do exactly that, which is why we didn't have that culture manifest in Texas like it did in New York and like it did in, in California. So what he's doing now, it looks good to his constituents. However, it's a meaningless, hollow yeah. thing because it doesn't change much. He's just doing it because, yeah, he thinks it's safe. So, yeah, I would, I would argue, just from a consistency standpoint, I don't want anybody deciding what a private business owner can do with their property. I don't give a freak if it's stupid as you have to be able to hold a handstand for 10 seconds in order to enter the store well 
That's not my private property. That's them allowing me access to it, mm-hmm. and I don't have a right. That's communistic, socialistic bullcrap if I think that I have a right to that. No, it's not them forcing me to do it. It's them having a set of standards for you to have access to their stuff. And if I'm a consistent person when it comes to private property rights, that's a position that I must have. However, however, when it comes to Abbott and that crook, this is just something that is hollow being done because it's not going to change Maybe for some, a couple of industries, particularly like those in the maybe the medical uh-huh. uh, field. But for the vast majority of people, that's not the case. So if there was a sense of, OK, we're banning, let's say, uh, if he really wanted to stick it to like the United States government, we'll ban, um, we'll ban, let's say, a federal grants or, or, or usage of loans or whatever associated with this, which is a, where a lot of this this bullcrap stems from and which is pay for play. You want access to this money where well, you have to then implement our, our set of standards That's how Biden was able to pass. What he was able to pass was he saying that, well, you you we, we give you money, we give you grants and therefore we fund and subsidize you. So those of you that are subsidized by us have to then abide by our rules. So if that was the case and he really wanted to take it, that's the position that he would have. So what happens is really this is a conservative way when it comes to a Republican way in which they react. They're always reactionary to every single thing. But what about so because I'm I'm trying to work this out in my own head. I I, I, I obviously am grateful for um, any sort of uh, stop to Biden's vaccine mandate. Right. So so that's my thing is like. Yes, it was too little too late. However, I feel like Abbott would get a pass on this because he's not just coming out and saying, hey, by the way, you guys can't do any of this. He's it's really a reaction to Joe Biden's vaccine mandate right. making businesses do it. So it's almost like he's saying I, I have well, to do something again, because Joe, what Joe Biden did. Right. Wasn't but if, he, if he was if he was blunt with that being the approach, then, yeah, there's not going to be much gripe on me. Well, he yeah. says, screw the federal government. I don't care what it is that they're trying to enforce. That, that none of that is is obviously legal here because it is an active act of aggression where you are forcing employers to do a certain thing depending on what scale of businesses that it is that they run. That is a fundamental problem, but it can because he's too chicken crap. It's just like people that are griping about the border. It's the same situation where it's like he doesn't really want to have that conflict with the federal government, so he has to do it a roundabout way in order to try to uh, get a victory. And this is what the reason, the thing I hate about this is that it it has a lot of conservatives. They will unfortunately be short. They, they They can't see beyond what happened last week. Mm-hmm. So now he's going to get heralded. Oh, right. Texas is a right. great thing. Yeah. We had a mass mandate yeah. in Texas, guys. Do not ever forget for that. We had a time. very of, for a very long time, yeah. and it was the same crook that implemented that. I'm not going to let yeah, him not, live that Not down. just a mass mandate. We, Dallas, Dallas proper, oh, yeah. Dallas County is not in good shape even today. Yeah. Okay? Even today, it's not in good oh. shape because it's run by Clay Jenkins, Clay Clay Jenkins, Jenkins and he's posse, right, that, that, that are, are wolves in sheep's clothing. But to your point, Sarah, it is a bit of a conundrum because there are, there's a defense to this from his perspective. There's some people that this is it's going to help. It particularly puts Southwest Airlines in a in a in a in a tough spot because you're a Texas corporate, you know, you're Texas. Mm -hmm. So now, do you answer to the FAA or do you answer to the way this country was set up to the state government? You know, where are you? So it does put some people in a bit of a bind. And, and that's maybe his defense. I just like for him to be consistent mm-hmm. and lead. He's not leading. I want him to be a leader, right? I don't want him to just react. And to a degree, we know it's headlines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The headline's going to work. The headline's going to work because he's also running again. Remember that. 
Yeah. Right, that's true. <sighs> I that's do remember point. that. In fact, I would just like to just one more time redirect everyone to uh, <laughs> prather2022.com if you are uh, frustrated with Greg Abbott's lack of leadership. All right, uh, we've got more to come, but first we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So, uh, you know, I, you guys who are watching the show, you are up to speed on what is going on in the country. It's just cancel culture, we've got spending that's insane, we've basically got open borders, and you probably feel hopeless a lot of the time, but there is something that you can start doing, which is buying from companies that believe what you believe in, because uh, we gotta stick together now more than ever, and there has been one company willing to stand with you since 2012, that is Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, so they offer the same nationwide coverage that all the other major carriers offer, but the other major carriers are taking a portion of your money and donating it to left-leaning causes like Planned Parenthood and causes that want to take your guns away. All right, so Patriot Mobile is, uh, they've got wonderful plans to fit any budget. They've got a 100% U.S.-based customer support team, and they share your values, support organizations fighting for things like religious freedom, constitutional rights, the sanctity of life, and our veterans and first responders. They really are just an amazing company who really is just loves America. All right, so it's time to start putting your dollars in companies that don't hate you. Okay, you got to go to patriotmobile.com slash news. You will get free activation with the offer code news. By the way, if you are a veteran or first responder, they have uh, special discounts specifically for you as well. Support a company that loves America and shares your values over at patriotmobile.com slash news. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi lectured congressional reporters on Capitol Hill today for not doing a good enough job selling Joe Biden's Build Back Better plan. Uh, let me, I want to get your thoughts on this, gentlemen, and I want to go into uh, a little bit of the, the specifics in all of these, the polling, but let's first listen to good old Nancy Pelosi. Our latest CBS News poll shows that only about 10% of Americans describe themselves as knowing a lot of specific things that are in the reconciliation package and that the majority don't know anything at all. So do you think you need to do a better job at messaging and going forward, how do you sell this if ultimately you have to... Well, I think you all could do a better job of selling it, to be very frank with you, because every time I come here, I go through the list. Family medical leave, climate, uh, the, the, the issues that are in there. And, um, but it is true, it is hard to break through when you have such a comprehensive package. Huh? What? Okay. <laughs> Uh, lay oh off the vodka gosh. a little bit, Nance. Okay, please. Um, but interesting, it's the reporter's jobs yeah. to sell the Democrats' package. Again, it, this has been the year of they're saying the quiet parts out loud. Yes. They're not even trying to hide it. She's chastising the reporter because they are in the Democrats' back pocket, historically speaking, and she's like... Uh, Gee, I don't know. Maybe it's your fault because you're actually reporting on things that are in this bill that I don't want to be reported on. Okay, uh, so this comes as um, the poll numbers for Joe Biden continue to go down. The poll numbers, uh, as this reporter mentioned, a new poll revealed only 10 percent of respondents said that they knew 
a lot of the specifics of what is included in the $3.5 trillion spending package, probably because it's $3.5 trillion, and that's a lot you there. You ask the average American, they're not going to know uh. that about any bill that's passed, no. if that. So well, I mean, this special. is also coming from the same person who said pass about Obamacare, yeah. we have to pass it so that you can find out what's in it. Yes. Sarah. Are we now are, we're supposed are, to know the specifics beforehand. Are we really actually talking about this? The GOP signed and passed this bill without reading it. They don't even know what's in it. Okay? The people who represent us don't even know what's in this bill. Okay? Who, who Well, not knows? this, not the 3.5 trillion. None of them know anything they about don't know it. Nothing. But th- that's, yeah. that's yeah. the thing. That's well, right, but they haven't passed it yet. No, no not but, yet. No, but they don't don't you say it. Don't you put that in the universe. Okay, I'll don't tell you, you this. The it. GOP's gonna hold the fort and dang it, they're gonna stand and Listen. we're gonna cut that sucker down to eight hundred billion. Our, okay. this, just the entire republic rests in the hands of like yeah. Joe Manchin and No but, he, but he, no, Manchin. Swing vote. Don't panic. Okay. <laughs> don't panic. Joe Manchin. I told fine. you last week he's not that smart. But but <laughs> but here's the deal though. They say that the quiet parts out loud. They do truly believe that the memo is the press will do our work for us. And the word is sell. If it's truly good for the American people, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't you just tell us what in it, what's in it and you don't need to sell us. If mm-hmm. it's good for right. my family, I will know it's just, good for my family. On it. Don't sell me. Right. You don't need to sell me. You only need to sell me when you're selling me a Kirby vacuum cleaner and <laughs> I don't need one. You like it. And this is reminiscent. Now I know what this administration reminds me of is these door-to-door salesmen that come and need to sell you on these bills and sell you on what's good for your family and sell you on the curriculum for your kids, right? And so they believe it's the press job. Mm-hmm. And, and we've seen that yeah. uh, for the last 12 months. Uh, Eric, also, that you know, they keep saying that this will cost zero dollars. So that's a great sell. That's an easy sell. Oh, wait, even the reporters are going, yeah, but it says 3.5 trillion here. I- I really don't think that that math adds up. And, and you need to understand, I mean, there's been a lot of guys that have been um, talking about this that have been in, in Congress. For example, Massey, Paul, Rand Paul's talked about this. Amash would talk about it a lot. And, like, they pass bills that just no human being could possibly read it no. in that period right. of time before going to vote on. A lot of the bills that have been passed over the, the years have been exactly that. Yeah. And this is why it's filled with so much fluff and we have to get a waste report from Rand Paul at the end of the year which shows that in that bill stuff somewhere is them trying to figure out if lizards can run on treadmills and they spent $100 million on, on that <laughs> or something, something silly like that. Um, but that number of people not knowing what's in it is probably on average for the vast majority of any bill doesn't matter who passes it or or not or presents it in which they don't exactly know because the people are stupid and i i'm not afraid to certainly say that most people if you talk to your average individual they have no idea what the hell is going on generally they just repeat catchphrases which is why she's like the reporters must do the job for us because Mm -hmm. y'all need those catchphrases to catch on and then everybody else the people that you talk to in everyday life will repeat it now if it's in there doesn't even matter if there's other garbage in there it doesn't even matter that's what they said uh was in it and often build back better you have these cool like little little headlines in which like they had with the with the lynching thing that they had. Oh, well, you can't vote against this because you're against, you're, you, 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 what, you, do you support lynching? And Rand Paul's like, dude, by federal law, lynching is already, it's already illegal. Illegal. Oh, gone. It's abolished. Are you, so, yeah. No, this is just a bunch of bull, other bull yeah. crap that you're trying to pass in it. But it just goes to show the failure of really just the, the system in itself when you look at it 
is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And that is that a bunch of stupid people that don't know what's in it get to support other people or go vote for other people who then go pass bills that they also don't certainly read and we just supposed to accept this like this is an acceptable way of governing or a good way or even a conducive way to actually actually govern if you are to have one uh people in a big geographical area it's about as stupid as stupid can be but it's not just these big packages thousand thousand page documents like the trillions of dollars spending bill it's on a smaller scale too parents don't know what's in the kids curriculum yeah. at school true good point they don't even know what's in their child's curriculum at school so we have to look at culture again and go we don't do the work now yes it's our representatives role on at the Senate floor and Congress to go read those bills, sure. But let's just start a trend here. You're gonna you're gonna vote for the guy who 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 does what what you do. And if you don't read what's in your kid's curriculum at home, or you don't know what's happening at school, right? Unlike this mom, who knows when it's happening, who knew what was the mural on the wall, who's on the cusp, who's you know. No. If, if you're not that person, you're gonna vote for some idiot. Yeah. That's gonna go sit there and preserve his job or take a. a yeah, bribe on the side or, you know, have the lobbyist line his pocket, you know, or stroke his ego or whatever. And so, no, our culture, I think, is not paying attention to detail. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Good point. That's the truth. All right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. Actually, uh, when I, I walked into the makeup room and I saw you, Yaku, and you I were eating one. I was. I was eating a Legitimately, a people, she loves Built Bar. I, I eat them all the time. Uh, I was eat, Because I'm always so freaking busy and I need something. So if you're like me, you're very busy. You need something to eat that you want to be healthy, but also give you a good amount of protein. You're looking for a good protein bar that doesn't have a ton of sugar uh, or even calories you've got to try built bar okay they've got amazing flavors i just saw that the churro puff is still in stock guys these puff ones are so freaking good you have to try them yaka's over here nodding no, because i gave great. him one to try they're amazing. and they are really really amazing they have this marshmallow fluff texture but it's a protein bar you feel like you're eating a candy bar it's a protein bar low calorie high protein, you gotta try them. Uh, go to the website, get a mixed box. You can figure out which one is your favorite flavor if you are having trouble deciding. So you can go to built.com, use promo code NEWS15 to save 15% off of your order. You are going to thank me later for your new addiction if you go to built.com, use promo code NEWS15. Uh, those of you who have not yet seen, we actually have, uh, Blaze Media has Let's Go Brandon t-shirts over at uh, shop.blazemedia.com. I highly suggest that you go and pick one up to show your support for Brandon, of course, uh, because that, that's what it means. It means let's go Brandon. Uh, by the way, that particular phrase, which I won't say what the actual phrase is on air, but uh, it's actually, that particular phrase has gone global yep. now. Uh, protesters in Rome were chanting F Joe Biden as they marched past the American embassy. This was a demonstration where they were uh, protesting the new Green Pass vaccination requirement for employees to enter their offices in Italy. And uh, let's, let's watch a little bit of that protest. That's Joe good. Biden! 
Yeah. We get the gist of it. Uh, so this is, again, in Rome. And now I will say they are protesting, once again, the new vac vaccination requirements. Uh, and it starts October 15th. It applies to public and private workplaces. Both employees and employers can risk fines if they don't comply. I mean, it is a very, very strict, stringent uh, requirement. But uh, they did not hesitate to say how they really felt when they passed the American embassy. But I think, you know, again, this kind of, kind of ties into the last story, the last topic that we covered, uh, you know, selling the Build Back Better plan. It's just you get to a point, guys, where you're doing so poorly even the best of salespeople cannot spin this for you. Yeah. Even the people on the other side of the world can tell that you're horrible at your job and you just suck. I mean, that, that is how bad you are. How do you expect American reporters to do your job for you? Yeah. Yeah, well, number one, they should never have. They should never become a, a marketing agency, which is, you know, the, the communist news network, CNN. But what, what we're seeing here is it's so out of hand. They've lost so much control over their own administration because the truth of the matter is, as an immigrant, what we do in the U.S. sets a precedent for the other nations yeah. and it actually harms other people in their countries. It actually sets a precedent. Now you've got these draconian, crazy, insane mandates coming in Australia, Italy. I've got family in both of those countries and they are livid at Joe Biden <laughs> because at least if America was a light on the hill, yeah. a lighthouse that said this way, this way for liberty and freedom. No, it turned the light off. Mm -hmm. Now, now the other nations who are already, you know, as corrupt as can be and as socialist, they're going, oh, now there's no light bearer. Yeah. Now we can just drop the hammer, right? Yeah. And so this is why the people are doing this, because they understand a, a U.S. administration has a higher responsibility. And no, we're not the big brother of the world, but we are the light bearer. We are the one to say this way for freedom, this way for individual yeah. liberty. And that light is out the lighthouse master naps at 5 p.m. with his shirt. <laughs> it, it just goes to show like how influence I mean, There's a reason why a lot of these countries pay attention to like our elections, but we don't. The general people right. don't do the yes, other way. That's, that's a great that's point. A big reason why that that happens because you're completely right in that no matter if they like to rag on the U.S., a lot of what they do is based upon what the U.S. Uh, does and reacting as such. So you're right. If the leaders in the U.S. had been like, you know what, none of this. No, we're not doing this at all. Yeah. You would have saw a lot of other, especially their allies, start to follow suit in some aspects. Maybe not to a T, but to some, but to some aspects. Aspect. But you know, talking about this, and it, it, I think it's a lot. You know, I talk about it on my show all the time. Look, this is happening. It might be getting buried by the local news folk, but this is happening all around the world. Yeah. Like there are protests that are breaking out. And it, it's sad because I'm looking at it like they're fighting back more than what we see a lot of people out here are doing in, in some aspects wait a minute it's not supposed to be it's not supposed to be like that but i would encourage people to go look into that and go look into those other countries and they're protesting and what they are doing because a lot of stuff that looks like it's on the horizon has already happened there mm -hmm. and you're seeing that how that how they are reacting and we're seeing even stories of how people's lives are being derailed because of that something worth certainly the american people were paying attention to yeah uh, agreed all right we got to take a break we'll be back yeah if they only knew yeah no one was going
All right, thank you uh, to those of you who have gone to where you get your audio podcasts and you have subscribed, rate, rated, and reviewed the news and why it matters. Those of you who have done it know it only takes about 30 seconds of your time unless you are a really slow typer. And in that case, I can't help you, okay? But it only takes... 30 seconds of your time, it will help the show immensely, and there's something in it for you as well, because if you write us a nice review, you may see it read live on air, like the one today from Houston Weapon X that says, another outstanding show, what a great show, this is a great podcast to get my news fixed during my commute, love the sense of humor and the honest news reporting, Sarah knows how to pick great guests, keep up the great work, Sarah, and you know that he or she means it because it does have four American flag emojis on it. So <laughs> thank you very much for your review. We appreciate it. Uh, again, get those reviews in, guys. I know I'm talking to you, all of you people on YouTube. You watch every day. I know who you are. Some of you have not submitted your reviews yet, so make sure to do that. Also make sure to subscribe to Yoko Bullions over at YouTube, Rumble, Free Space, everywhere you can find him, and Eric July, Young Rippa 59 as well. Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.